Welcome to another episode of the Writing Expensive Words podcast, also hosted on Literary Symmetry's IGTV channel live when recorded. On this show, we take a relational approach to turning readers into fans by using expensive words based on our emotions to write compelling stories. This way, instead of finding customers who read, we find friends and fans who will go on any storytelling path with us as we walk down the winding roads that make up our author journeys. Get ready to learn more about writing the story of your heart right now on Writing Expensive Words. Uh, Today we're going to talk about how you should just say what you want. (laughs) By the end of this episode, you will learn how to use insecurity to make your characters more relatable and how to spin that insecurity into triumph for the benefit of your story and your reader. All right. So (laughs) I know I'm going to use an example that's a TV show, but I had thought of several examples and I was like, oh, that's probably the best one. I don't know if you know who Maya Bialik is, but she, uh, I first knew her as Blossom, right, which used to be a sitcom in the 80s and 90s. And uh, I was just a kid when that was out. I know. it's It's been a while since I've been a kid, but that's okay. That's part of life, right? So uh, I wanted to think about an example that uh, I could talk to you about that I could be like, go see part of this. But um, you don't have to go watch the show. But when I describe this, you're going to know exactly what I mean. All right. So on the show, Call Me Cat. The main character, who's a late 30-something woman who's single, uh, who's named Cat, which is why that's what the show is called, decides that she's going to open a cat cafe because her father passes away suddenly and she realizes that she doesn't really like how her life has been going. She doesn't really have passion for the life she's been living and she wants to change that. And so you have this character, Cat, and then you have this other character who used to be her best friend in college and he comes back and of course he's like ripped and looks perfect but uh he's kind of dumb and his name is Max and Cat is in love with him and so you see that Cat is feeling insecure because she won't tell him how she's feeling about him but at some point she decides that she's going to do the mature thing and she's just going to tell him and the way that it goes is she tells him and he's like you know I love you but I just don't think of you that way. And and then um, that's when, like, I lost Travis. He was my husband. He's like, I don't want to watch this show anymore. That guy's shallow. This is not cool. What is wrong with men? <laughs> what is wrong with, uh, you know, Hollywood for writing men this way all the time? He's like, that is not how all guys think. And if they do, it's the, it means they're superficial and they're probably going to end up miserable and alone. And I was like, okay, fair enough. All the things you have said are true. But but I wanted to bring it up because for the beginning of the show, we aren't sure uh, whether or not Kat is going to tell her crush about the way that she feels. And that's why today's episode is called Just Say What You Want. Because I think a lot of times we see characters inside of stories and you know what they want because you kind of you kind of get a glimpse into their minds, right? Whether that's through uh 
the fact that you get to see all of the circumstances they go through daily or it's because of inner monologue, you get a sense for what that character wants. And so uh, you get really excited when you see a moment where the character could just say what they want and either they're going to get it or they're not going to get it, but at least they'll know that they've done the thing they wanted to do. They have said what they want. And so many times in these stories, we see that the character doesn't say it. And they kind of absorb them their ideas back into themselves. Like you see like that moment where they're like on the verge of saying the thing that they want to say. And then they don't. And every time that happens, I'm always like, oh, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> And that's a tension that you can use in your storytelling to instantly snag the reader. And what is that tension based in? It's based in insecurity. Because if the character felt confident in who they were, they could just say, hey, this is what I want. Do you want this? If not, I'm moving on. Which is actually the really healthy thing to do. And when you're not super insecure, that is what you do and that's how you live. And if you're if you're still on the insecure side of life and you're wondering what it feels like to be confident, to be confident means that you can say the things you want and whatever the consequences are, you deal with them instead of being like, well, I'm insecure about how I look, so I'm not going to wear this really cool dress that I got. You would say, I'm going to wear this dress. If some people don't like the dress, oh, well, that's their choice. I like it. <laughs> so you have, this, you have this tension building where you have the person who's listening to your story or reading your story, and they're rooting for the character, right? Because you've done the, you've done the homework. You've included the emotional imagery and the hook in the beginning of your story. Now the reader is rooting for your character. You're doing great. And then you show this insecurity. And why do we write characters who are insecure? Well, because it's one of the most universal experiences. It's like death. Everyone feels insecure at some point. And so people will relate to your character's insecurity. But also, guess what readers want? I'm going to tell you a secret. I'm going to tell you something that's going to change the way you write stories forever. And the way you watch stories, too. Readers want to feel confident, and guess what? That means they want to see the character overcome their insecurity. So that is what I meant when I said that you could make your characters relatable and then spin their insecurity into triumph for the benefit of your story and for your reader. Because, listen, people don't like feeling insecure. It's like one of the worst feelings ever. I have written an entire book about feeling insecure uh, from the Christian nonfiction standpoint. It's called You Aren't Worthless, Unlock the Truth to Godly Confidence, because I spent almost my whole life feeling awful and insecure. And when I finally realized what it was like to be confident, I couldn't believe I had wasted so many years. And when I was insecure, I felt like I wanted to be confident. I didn't want to stay in my insecurity. That was the worst. Like, it made my stomach knot. It made me feel sick. It also drove so many of my decisions. I couldn't do the things I really wanted to do because I was too afraid. And you can write a character like that. But guess what? 
if you leave the character that way, your reader's gonna be sad. Your reader needs examples of people overcoming insecurity and learning to be confident so that they can find the bravery to do those things. And if you're thinking, Kristen, I don't know how to be confident. I don't know how to be emotionally secure. I don't know how to say what I want. So how can I write characters that way? Well, (laughs) I would say you should take the Storyteller Mindset 5-Day Email Challenge because it will help you understand how to feel confident instead of basing all of your worth on these external things You can base your worth on the fact that you have a soul, which is why you're valuable, which is what you want to tap into when you're writing a character and you want to make that character arc swing from insecure on one side to confident on the other side. And so let's say, let's go back to our Call Me Cat example, right? Where she is in love with him. She's afraid he doesn't love her back. And what does she do? She's brave. She tells him. It relieves the tension and it also kind of makes us hate Max. Sorry to say. Because Cheyenne Jackson, who is the man who plays Max, is a wonderful actor. He seems like he has a great personality. He's been on um, Mayim's podcast so many times. and But the thing is, we hate him, right? Our, Our... our irritation and our tension as a as a viewer or a reader shifts from her character who's feeling insecure in that moment when she finds the strength to be confident and to just say what she wants. And it shifts to him because he's being stupid in that he's basing all of his life goals off of whether or not someone's physically attractive to him, which they show his girl, his ex-girlfriend. And she's, of course, like you know, the perfect stereotype of what a woman should look like. She even is French and she has the accent and everything. Um, So that's how you can make a reader love your character even more. You can say, look, this is where the character is. But then they got brave and they did this, this thing where they said what they wanted. And even if the character doesn't get the thing that they've said, even if they don't get what they wanted, They automatically level up in the reader's mind and in their character arc because they've grown. They've done the healthy thing. They have made the difficult choice because guess what? Staying quiet is harder, but you also suffer needlessly. And so that's why it's important, even if I know my heart's going to get broken, to say the thing that I want. And so, okay, I'm just going to be completely transparent with you right now. I have been struggling because I'm working on this new book as always, right? I'm always working on a new book and I, I don't know if I can just say what I want. And I was talking to Travis this morning, my husband, and I'm going to talk more about our conversation in the next episode. But the thing that applies to this episode is that I couldn't really just say what I want, which this is what I want, okay? I'm telling you I'm doing the brave thing because I'm confident, right? Because I'm not going to let insecurity rule over me. I want to help writers make amazing stories. That's my whole goal because storytelling has been such a force for change for the better in my life. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to do it and make enough money to pay my bills, okay? Like, it's not like I want to be rich, 
but I want to be able to do the thing I love and to make money at it. Some money. I don't want to work for free anymore. That makes me feel gross. And I have enough education and experience that I shouldn't work for free. And if you're working for free and you're like, well, it's the only thing I can do. No, it's not. And stop doing that. It's not good for you. It's not good for you to do something for another person to provide them a good or a service, especially my other graphic designers, I am totally talking to you, and then not getting paid what you're worth. Because it's not even about the money. You know what it's about? It's about devaluing your soul. And that's what you do when you accept nothing for all the hard work that you're putting out. And I have had to adjust my editing prices. And I have had to say, I'm going to stop editing for free. I still have mentees that I'm mentoring because I love that. Teaching is a part of who I am. It is my single biggest passion. That's why I have the show. That's why I have literary symmetry because I want to help people understand how to tell, how to tell stories better. And so I feel better. I just told you what I want. The thing that I want is to do the thing that I love, that I'm experienced, and not have to get paid less than what I'm actually worth. And I'm not going to do that anymore because it doesn't help me and it doesn't help the person that I'm working with because they don't value the things that I'm teaching them. They don't value the work that I'm putting in or the concepts that I'm walking them through. And so that's what I really want. And I want to ask you, what is it that you really want? And don't tell me I want to be rich because, listen, money is not going to solve your problems. Money is not going to magically make you feel confident when you're really insecure. So do you want to touch people with storytelling? If so, then we're kindred spirits. Keep listening. Keep watching. I'm going to keep over delivering for you, not because I am giving away free stuff because I am not valuable, but because I know you need the help and I want to help you. We can do this together. We can write stories with the kind of character arc that I just described to you, and we can help people understand that they don't have to stay in that insecure place by giving them characters who are able to overcome insecurity and shift to confidence and relieve the tension inside the reader of actually saying, having the character say what they really want. Think about that. How would that change your life if you did that personally? And how would that change your story if you had your character do that? It has been my honor and privilege to have another one of these episodes with you. Happy writing. This has been another episode of the Writing Expensive Words podcast with me, your host, Kristen Spencer. I'd love to hear your amazing writing thoughts and questions from your awesome writing brain. You can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer or at literary symmetry. Or you can email me at kns at literarysymmetry.com. This podcast is funded by awesome listeners like you. If you'd like to support this podcast and keep it rolling, you can head over to www.patreon.com forward slash expensive words. You can keep all of my hosting and software needs going for the show by donating less than what it costs for one fancy cup of tea a month. 
And to be eligible to join writing coaching calls with me, check out the $12 a month sponsorship. You will get to ask me questions live about the story of your heart once a month and meet other cool writers. Thanks again for listening and happy writing.